guys. Welcome back to the Taco Queens podcast. We have some very special guests with us today from Dope Souls Studio. So um, thank you guys for coming on with us today. Um, why don't you go around and just introduce yourselves? I waiting on me. <laughs> wow, well, I always got to go first. I can't never. Okay, just, <laughs> just let me push my responsibilities off just one time. Just in one <laughs> space. Just let me push them off on y'all. Just just let me be great. <laughs> but nah, nah. Nah, nah, man. Uh, what's up, y'all? Uh, thank y'all so much for having us. Uh, I'm Zay. I'm CEO of this circus called Dope Soul Studios. Uh, I am the writer of the group, uh, one of the writers of the group. Uh, I'm pretty much the ringleader of the circus. Uh, yes, Jill and Tico can be ignorant, but I'm probably the most ignorant one of the bunch. So uh, they keep me in check because, hey, I be foolish out here. But uh, that's that's all I can say for free, you know. Uh, so um, like I said, yeah, that's me. I'm the CEO. I have a series called Legacy of Four uh, coming in October. So, you know, everybody check that out. We're really excited for it. And I'm actually going to pass it on down to the president and actually the illustrator and co-creator of Legacy of Four, Miss Jill. Oh, I got moved up to co-creator. Wait a minute. I've been told you use the co-creator. What you mean? See, see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You were coming. I knew it. But anyways, um, I first want to say thank y'all for having us. We really do appreciate y'all taking time out of y'all's day to talk to us. Um, but uh, my name is Jillian Chanel. I am the president of Dope Soul Studio. I'm also, I also have my own business, which is Artistic Black Unicorn. I'm an illustrator and a crochet designer. Um, but yeah, I'm also the editor, illustrator, and co-creator of Legacy of Four. Um, yeah, is I'm probably the newest person. No, not anymore. I'm not the newest person in our group anymore. You're Hi. not. Heard. Well, for the longest, I was the newest person in the group. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's definitely been a lot of challenges, but it's helped me improve. It's helped all of us improve. So, yeah. It's pretty great over here. And I'm uh pass it off to Tico. <laughs> here. Um well I'm Quan Tico. Um streets call me Tico, sometimes Quan. <laughs> Y'all can call me whatever. Um I am the COO and a writer for Dope Soul Studios. Um also HR technically, but we're all kind of HR. Uh my series is called Paragon Comics. Um it is about a freshman student at HBCU who is in a superhero certification program. So kind of like those My Hero Sky High kind of vibes. But, you know, we're making it blackity black. You feel me? We're making it blackity black. I'm talking fried chicken <laughs> Wednesdays and folks getting clapped at when they drop a plate in the cafeteria. You know, chance of talking about stealing tuitions and all of that. We're making it blackity black. Um, <laughs> oh, they, damn. Stealing tuitions. Yeah, you know, they, they be doing that. You heard about how? Um, they do, but damn, I ain't no use to put that in there. Well, yeah, you know, we about to have this thing popping, you feel me? But um, I met Zay last year before we officially became official official. So me and him kind of started this thing off with another guy who's no longer with us, unfortunately. Um, But for the most part, we just make comics, manga, good vibes, and eventually we're going to branch out into animation. 
Um, thank you. Thank you, all three of you, if I'm counting correctly. I haven't looked at my phone in a grip. I ain't going to hold you. It's charging because I'm like 2%. But we appreciate y'all for having us up here. I appreciate it. It's always dope to meet new people. Um, I'm an introvert, so if you do see me on the social medias um, and I don't respond or I just be doing me, it's not because I'm, be, I'm you know, any other kind of way. I just really do not talk to folks. But, but I appreciate y'all for having us up here. Um, and I hope that y'all continue to grow and be great, you know, because it's all about being great in 2022. So continue to be great. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, we we really appreciate um, you all um, taking time out of your day to talk with us. Um, could you guys tell us like a little bit about how did Dope Soul Studio even like come to be so how did how did you how did you guys start you want me to get that one or you want to tell the story oh i was talking to tico i guess he ignoring me okay i got my no, answer i said did you want me to tell that story or did you want to tell it <laughs> no you take over i told the last time on the last pod you got it bro you know it you did you did <laughs> Okay, so uh, basically, we were in another group. Uh, this was, okay, to set the scene, I started writing Legacy of Four about a year and a half ago. So it's been a while. Uh, I'm done with the complete first season and everything, but during that time when I was writing, we, myself and Tico, we were actually in another group. And that's where the name Dope Souls, uh, Dope Souls came from, because I... I actually, the one who came up with the name Dope Souls, like that was all me. And basically what happened was, you know, I ain't, I ain't talking bad. You know, they're not bad people. They're great, you know, people and everything. But it was a point where, you know, pretty much nothing was moving, like months at a time where nothing was going on. And so, you know, my wife and everything, she was talking to me and she was like, babe, you need to break off and do your own thing like you know you got an idea you got a plan like why are you waiting you know just break off and do your own thing so uh i actually hit up tico um in in the discord and and uh personal messages not like hey bro because i know he was getting frustrated as well so i hit him up and i'm like hey bro you know i see you in the chats i see you trying to work and everything and so I'm like, how about, you know, we branch off and do our own thing since we already got stories. We're already in the process of making them happen. So, you know, let's just break off a much smaller group, much more focused, where it's just us and the art more so than the social, you know, aspect of everything, you know, where we can just really focus, really produce some dope ass art and content for people. And, uh, you know, after that, you know, we finally broke off and, of course, like Dope Souls, we had a different name. I'm not going to go into that, but nobody liked that name for real. They're not going to admit it, but they didn't like it for real because Jill was like, are you sure you don't want to keep Dope Souls? <laughs> she said that to me so many times. So why not? I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm going to take the name. <laughs> so if I can interject, you were technically the one who came up with that name anyways. And if they weren't going to use it, what was the point of not using it? You know, you're right. You're right, because I really resonate with those souls. Like, I really love that name. Uh, so I hit them up, and I was like, yo, uh, yeah, we're finna break off and do our own thing. Like, you know, no offense to y'all, but, you know, we got stuff we're trying to do and everything. And I told them, like, yo, since I came up with the name, like, I told them, like, I'm taking it. Like, it's my, it's, it, I came up with it, so it's my name, so I'm taking that shit and running with it. 
And um, after that, you know, we broke off and did our own thing for a few months. Uh, you know, we met some people. We've added some people. We've subtracted some people. And um, but when Jill, when I first met Jill, I think that's when Dope Souls finally like discovered like who we were. Like we had a bomb ass artist because uh, at first it was just me, uh, Tico and our other member, you know, and it was just us doing our thing. But once we met Jill and got her on the squad, that's when we like really found our identity and really like started moving in the direction we wanted to go. And uh, here we are, like, what, about a year or so later? Since we, Yeah, Jill, it's been like a year, right, yeah. since we met? Yeah, I think it was a year this month. Yeah, so like a year later, you know, here we are, man, trying to make some shit happen, you know, trying to get some dope content out for everybody to enjoy, you know, and just meet some dope-ass people and network and, you know, uh, you know, just have a good time with it, man. Yeah, I think that's a really, um, like, relatable story, I think, for kind of all of us as well, um, like being a part of a prior group and then kind of breaking off um, and kind of doing your own thing and and creating um, that vision together. I think that's that's a really um, great thing that you guys all found each other and are able to to, to do the things that you do together um, and work towards the same goal. Oh, yeah, man. it's It's been great. Like I said, that first group, I think the problem was it was it was too many people. You know, everybody had ideas. Everybody had, you know, stuff they wanted to do. It wasn't really a clear direction. And, you know, which was cool. But, you know, we all had a goal. We all had dreams. We all had a vision that we wanted to pursue. And, you know, it just so happened that we were blessed enough to where all of our visions and goals, you know, they aligned. So once we got together, you know, like we're always thinking the same. We're always moving in the same direction, man. So it's, it's been really dope. And shout out to y'all, man. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, they'd be scared to break off. Like, yo, just break off and do that shit. Because, you know, you never know what's going to happen. Like, it, it could possibly be the best move you ever made. You know, just taking that leap of faith and getting out there and doing it. I know what I said was just deep. Like, they had to, they had to, what's the word? They had a mirror. Just for when you're in deep thought. I don't want to say just deep. I want to say something fancy. <laughs> there we go. I had to contemplate on that shit. Let it marinate for a little bit. Marination. No, because we, we really understand that though. We we really because we previously used to be a part of another podcast prior to this. So like we really understand and we really like we really get where you're coming from. Yeah. And the piggyback off of like with everything you just said just now, like we understand everything that you said. And I know like when <laughs> when you heard my frustration in my voice that uh I don't know which space that was. He was like, oh, that's not that's not her at all. I was like, well, I've been dealing with that for like, I don't know, a month or whatnot. Like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a month that we all been dealing with that. And all I can just say was just like, yeah, protect your peace. That was all I could say. But yeah, the <laughs> Nah, y'all did right, man. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, like everything we do, yeah, is we're trying to build an audience. Yeah, you know, we're trying to live off this. But if you don't enjoy what you're doing, you ain't really going to give your all in it. You know, it's just going to be just like working a job every day. Like you, you got to do it. But mm -hmm. you don't really want to do it. And then your content suffers because of that. So, yeah, man, shouts out to y'all, man, for breaking out doing things. Because Zarya told me the story. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, y'all should have been broke off and did what y'all were doing. Because that was terrible, man. Like, what was y'all waiting for? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's I, not that simple. I mean, that's true. I, I don't know. 
I I don't understand like when if you don't like something you shouldn't do it at all like what is your purpose if you don't like doing content you just in it for the moolah you should enjoy it enjoy it first test it out first and just vibe with it see what like just vibe with it and just check it out like and then if you don't like it then maybe it wasn't for you big facts Mm -hmm. that's fine but you definitely also want to deal with people like you can enjoy it with not people that are going to cause you a headache and literally stress you out I mean, you got to be able to laugh with the people that you work with. Definitely. Right. Big facts. Because if I can't laugh with you, have like a regular conversation, just, you know, chit chat, then this ain't going to work. got to be able to like at least have a bond with the people that you work with, because this is something that you're going to do for it for a long time where you see it as becoming a part of your life as like a job. You definitely want to be able to work with people in the long run and not look back and be like, man, I regret working with these people. You just don't want to have regrets when you're doing something that could be something really big and great. Definitely. Um, like like you said. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, you know, like you said, uh, you know, you're going to be doing this for the long run. And, you know, it's cool to have that relationship outside of content creation. Like, it's been some meetings we've had where we didn't talk about anything dope souls. We just laughing and joking, talking about random shit. But you know, that's cool. Like that builds the chemistry mm-hmm. because you know, you don't want to seem like, oh, I just work with these people. Like that ain't, especially in everything that we're trying to do. When you're trying to do content creation, you know, you don't want to just have a coworker. Like you want to have people you can talk to, relate to, you know, everybody going through life. Like, you know, we all got stuff going on. So it's cool to actually be able to chat with your team and let them know, like, hey, man, look, I, I got some stuff going on. You know, we we ain't going to be here this week. You know, I, I got some stuff going on. And, you know, we're always there for each other. You know, even it's like, hey, you need to hit me up. Hey, you know, keep going if you need anything. So um, I really love that about Dope Souls. We're more than just a group of people working together. You know, it's more than just money. I ain't going to sit here and lie and act like we ain't trying to make money because, you know, money made the world go around. So we definitely do want to make some money. But, you know, money can't be the only motive. Money can't even be the number one motive because what happens when the money ain't coming in? Then what? You know, so, yeah, man, it's it's cool. And I'm really happy for y'all and that chemistry. Um, a question, a question that I, another question that I had is what would be some advice? I mean, you kind of, kind of touched on it a little bit and what you were saying prior, but what would be some advice um, to, to someone you'd want to give that wants to get into like comic creation or creating a manga? Like what, what advice would you give someone who's like wanting to start doing that? The number one thing I would say, uh, patience, like you, you have to have patience, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day uh, unless you just write the best comic that anyone has ever seen. You know, it's it's not gonna happen for you overnight. Like, and that's not to say your ideas and dope, but you know, it takes time. You have to build a fan base. You know, you have to get people to notice you. You have to put content out. You have to do this, and it's a lot of bumps in the road. Like, I would say, you know, really find what you love to do. If you love doing this, it'll never feel like it's actually work. Because um, you know, it's it's gonna take some time, man. But you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep on moving forward. And because I I can say now, even though we haven't even put out a first issue yet, we are so far from where uh, ahead of where we were a year ago. Like I can look back to where we were last year, uh, even last month or last week and be like, yeah, we're actually moving. Uh, So, yeah, man, stay patient, 
keep grinding, keep working. Uh, you know, day by day, your vision is slowly going to start taking shape. And uh, one thing that actually Jill and Tico, they just told me this about it. This, this one even three weeks ago, you know, I was chatting to them about how I was feeling and everything. And, you know, even then they told me like, yo, man, like, look at where we're at now. You know, like, don't take anything for granted. Like, you know, celebrate your accomplishments because, you know, like starting a business or starting a podcast, you know, starting whatever you want to start. But, uh, you know, start whatever you want to start and, you know, celebrate those small victories. Like, you know, take time to rejoice in the fact that, hey, at least I'm not where I was a month ago. As long as you can look back and see progress, you're always headed in the right direction. I just want to throw in something there. Well, I guess it would be me talking more to the writers looking for artists to make sure that you're open with your artists and give them a little bit of leeway. Don't try to make your instructions so precise that they don't have any room to try to improve on what you give them. Yeah, I think that's a really good um perspective because i know it's like it's it's a multi-unit you're taking two pieces the 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 written portion and then the artistic portion to try to make something blend as one um and both are equally as important so i think that that's really good advice to give i i would like to give an example zay is very easy to work with because he allows me to work with him on ideas as opposed to him just giving me an idea and i have to try to figure out how to do it wait can i interject real quick (laughs) i I wouldn't say give leeway more like rely on (laughs) artistic freedom (laughs) No, because because Jill will tell you um, it's been art that she's done for me. And we've literally come up with whole entire arcs for Legacy of Four based off of just a sketch that she's given me. And it's like gave me a whole idea, like just an accessory, like, yo, you know what? I can do a whole entire backstory based on this right here, just because it's something that I wasn't even thinking about. But she threw in and I'm like, you know what? We can work with that. We can make something dope with that. Like, that's what, like, uh, Jill said, I'm having so much fun working with her because, you know, like, we bounce ideas off of each other. Like, I'll give her an idea, and then she'll show me the art, and I'm like, okay, we can do this, we can do that, we can do that. We come up with so much content and extra stuff just off of me saying, Jill, look, I kind of know what I want, but I trust you, so just do your thing with it, and we'll just go from there. That's how it is with um, me, Lena. Like, that's how it is with me and the girls. We have... Like we trust each other with on all the platforms. Like I took like we just trust each other. Like they trust me on the Twitter. I trust them on the Instagram, Facebook, with anything. Like I come to them with like okay. So would this be okay with the who rather like you know? Because I came up with something. On Twitter, it was a Would You Rather, and it was a manga of Kichi Kujama, and it was a Mononoke, and I came up with that, and it was Would You Rather Be Stranded on the Island, or Would You Rather Become a Mononoke, and it was, I thought it wouldn't get a lot of likes, but it did, and that's a new thing. Yeah, go with it. Go with it, man. Like, like you said, man, trust each other. Like, y'all ain't going to do nothing but make each other better. Like, lean on that. And y'all going to come up with some dope shit because of... I want to say, Jill, your artwork is amazing. It I is. It is. It is really 
I it told is, her that the other day. Yes, like, it I is. was in awe. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, I really appreciate that. Can I just do something real quick? Because I told you I was going to do <laughs> I this. I hate you. Be- because, don't mind me, I'm just being facetious. <laughs> so, when I first met Jill, uh, and I seen her art, I found Jill because she did a Facebook post showcasing some of her artwork. And it's crazy. I was looking for an artist. Like, I was like, man, I need an artist. I really need an artist. And out of nowhere, I was just randomly scrolling Facebook. And I saw Jill's art. And I knew then, I was like, yo, this this girl right here, she got some. Like, she got skills. And she is so, she's one of the most modest people I've ever met. Because she'll send me a sketch or some art. And I'm like, yo, this shit here is just dope. And she's like, oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. So I told her that from, from when she, when people start, other people besides me, because she don't believe it when I say it for some reason. But I told her when other people finally start, like, really giving her the credit she deserves, I just want to say I told you so. I told you it was going to be like this. Listen, I've always believed in your work. So I, I just, you know, it's great <laughs> to see other people. No, like, it's, it's really great. I feel great knowing that other people are starting to see what I seen from the very beginning. Like, I knew from the very beginning, like, her art is, is dope. Like, it's undeniably dope. Like, you can't look at her and be like, oh, this is okay. Like, no, it's, it's not like that at all. And the crazy thing, this is just the beginning. So, Jill, get used to hearing I told you so a lot because it's coming. Yes, your artwork is very, very nice. You can tell you take your time with it, too. You definitely take your time. Very detailed. I appreciate that. I was going to say, I like to pick on Zay because he, I, he uh, in a way, he does overwork me. But I, it's my fault because I am really particular. So it takes me a long time. The last, that picture that I showed y'all, I think it took me 30 hours. To oh, wait, y'all got y'all to edit that overworking part out. We can't be having folks thinking, <laughs> I'm running a slave plan over here. We pay our artists. Bone, we I just, just want to put that out there. He pays me. I did not we say anywhere our... in that that he doesn't pay me. He does pay me for everything that I do, but it did take me 30 hours to do that one page. You're working 30 hours a day for but we pay her though (laughs) (laughs) but i I appreciate the effort though because and and like i told jill before because even if it takes longer like then the time she quoted me it's cool because like i told her from the beginning i'd much rather you take your time and it be perfect than you rush so even if it does take her some time i ain't even tripping because i think jill how many sketches and drawings have you done for me like well over 10 at this point i'm sure i would have to count but it's been quite a few yeah, and she hasn't missed a single time. So, you know, if she's producing like that, hey, man, look, take your time. If you can give me this, take all the time you need. Like, I will I will eat that time. Like, it's, it's whatever. Because at the end of the day, it's just going to make the series that much better. You you do commissions, right, Joe? I do. So, like, how would a person, like, go about getting, like, a, like a commission? Like, do they, like, email you or do they, like, message you or DM you? Um, they can email me or they can message me. The two that I respond to the most would be my Instagram and my Facebook. My Facebook is Artistic Black Unicorn. You just type oh, that I, in. I thought or, so. <laughs> or type in Jillian Chanel and you'll find my personal page, which also has my business page on there, too. It's like my pinned uh, message on my Facebook that has my link tree with all of my links on it. But um, yeah, either my business 
Facebook page or my Instagram is usually, or you can email me. My email is artisticblackunicorn at gmail. I try to make everything the same. So there's, what's the word I'm looking for? Continuity. Okay. We'll be on the lookout. I'll probably be coming through asking for a commission. Hey. And I'll be more than happy to do one for you. Hey. <laughs> Which I haven't told Davis. I talked to Tico a little bit about it, but um, in the month of September, I'm going to be doing a, I don't, I try to sound politically correct, but it turns out that every person that I picked on my list is Black. <laughs> but I'm going to do a different, portrait sketch every day in the month of September mm. since it's my birthday month oh wow okay okay, okay. I, I see you I picked out 30 different people that I admire so I'm gonna be doing that in September Aww. so that's something to look forward to let's go hey okay let's go so how much are you going to charge for commission? Yeah. My commissions start at 75, depending on how intricate it is, or if there's like multiple people in the picture, then it can go up. But that's something that would be discussed. But my base price starting off is always 75. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. I'm going to have to message you. I love supporting Black artists. Like it's so hard to find like Black artists. And I feel like they don't get enough love like they should being a Black artist. So I always love to support and like, get artwork from black artists well as a black artist i deeply appreciate that but i appreciate any support because i just enjoy doing art so as long as other people enjoy it as much as i do that makes me that brings me joy i have to tell myself it doesn't make me happy because only i can make me happy it brings me joy this is is kind of a question for um all of you to answer it's kind of like a question more so personally about you um all as individuals if someone were to or if you could describe yourself um in a playlist what would be some songs that you feel like would describe you? Mm. I'm sorry, you cut out on me. You said if I could describe yeah, my myself broke up like crazy. in a playlist. Yeah, what songs just, would be on yeah. your playlist? Like mm-hmm. if there was a playlist for you, what would be on your playlist? Or if you would be Ooh. a playlist, what would you be as a playlist? There you go. Oh, well, that playlist would be, oh, that should be heat. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you right now, the first song on the uh, list would be Crypto Enthusiasm by Snoop Dogg. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be Crypto Enthusiasm, and then it's going to be Nostalgia by Black, and then it's going to be that one song by Kanye when he had Kahneman and Talib on there. Get Them High. That's my joint. Yeah. And then I'm just the vibe, like smoking and thugging and a little bit of R&B from the 80s and like the cocaine music from the 70s. And that's me as a person, you feel <laughs> All right, so, so ready for that one. Right? <laughs> look, I love he wrote music. that down. Did, look, did y'all hit him up and tell him what that question was going to nah, be? <laughs> I'm just a music lover, bro. Like, music is my thing. I love music. Uh, let me see. My first song would be Fuck the Police by NWA. Hey. Why? Wow. Oh, <laughs> Busting oh, the gate. Not the first song. <laughs> first, first song. Get that out of the way. Uh, let me see. I know I would have uh, was Silent Hill with uh, Kendrick Lamar and Kodak. Like, push these niggas off me like, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's what I'm on. Um, you are fired. I'm fi- no, please. No, don't fire me. <laughs> I need this job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another song, I would say, I'm a really big Cole fan. Uh, so Dollar in a Dream, like all of them, 
are like some of my favorite songs by him. So I would say definitely Dollar in a Dream. Uh, I feel like I relate to that. Uh, Born Center would definitely be on that playlist. Like, uh, other than that, I'm with Tico. Like, I like r and I'm, I'm old school as well. I listen to the new school music, but I was born in 92, so I got a lot of Tupac and, you know, Wu-Tang, Snoop Dogg, uh, old school stuff like that. A little 50 Cent on that thing, you know. Uh, definitely Wayne, uh, Sky's the Limit. That's definitely on the list. Like, I got to hit that one. Uh, so yeah, man, just yeah, a lot of old school bro. music, right? A lot of R&B vibes, you know, man, just chilling, man. You know, just shit to take it easy to. Like, I try not to take myself too serious. I try not to take life too serious and just enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> okay. I don't listen to a lot of new music <laughs> unless it's an artist that I really, really like. Um, but I would say Jasmine Sullivan is definitely at the top of my list. Okay. I like to listen to stuff that I can Valid. Sing. Really I like valid. To, yeah, I like to listen to stuff that I can sing along with. So Jasmine Sullivan is definitely up there. Uh Adele. Um Kalani, Brandy. But I do listen to like rap too, like Mad City by Kendrick Lamar is one of my favorite songs. Uh The Climb Back by J. Cole. Old Age by Masego and Sir is definitely another one that's on there. I like all of Masego's songs. John Legend, uh, CeeLo Green, definitely Lauren Hill. Um, oh, Lauren Hill, yes. Definitely gotta have some Lauren Hill in there. Definitely. Uh, Missy Elliott, oh. uh, Andy Irie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Wait, what, what, what about Erica Badu? No, I, feel like, Erica was, I feel like she on everybody playlist. Like she got to be. She was coming. She was coming. <laughs> Danger is my favorite song by her. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Danger is not my favorite song. Apple Tree is actually my favorite Erica Badu song. But I really fuck with Danger. It's probably like my second or third favorite song by her. Yeah, Danger is definitely, like, it would definitely be my favorite. Um, Sam Smith. Which I'm yeah. waiting for the day that Sam Smith and Adele make a song together. Right. I'm surprised they haven't by now. Right? It's because we all want them to, that they're not going right. to. That's probably why. It's probably right. why. Um, and I guess to throw one last... Well, I wouldn't call her random because she is also one of my favorite singers, but Nao. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Bad Blood is probably my favorite song. No, I take that back. Ooh. Gabriel is my favorite song by her, but Bad oh, Blood is definitely my second. I a lot of people don't know who she is. I love her music. Bad um, Blood was the first song that I ever heard by her, and it made me. She's a vibe. She, she's a whole vibe for me. She is definitely. Have you seen her colors? Uh, no, I haven't. Recording. I think she did one of Bad Blood, and it was. Glorious. Oh, you mean like when she does it like live, like acoustic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She sounds great. I I makes really my, like her. Makes my soul smile. Yes, she's a she's a vibe. Like she definitely is in my <laughs> vibe playlist. She's a vibe. Definitely. Why Why are we speaking on vibes? I I don't know. Uh, well, I know we're probably old enough. How y'all feel about Nirvana? I'm I'm really into them too. Like they yeah. they always yeah, I said they always in rotation. At I was some point you know, I could, I could, I could add them into the list too because yeah. Nirvana. Um, I listen to like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, all uh, of those from like the, the 90s, early 2000s. Oh, I got a whole lot of those. Yeah, Paramore, okay. Flyleaf. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Are we talking about Paramore? Yes. yes, Paramore is my favorite band, period. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. actual band. They're my favorite band. But I also love, like, Wage War and Chelsea Grin and Motionless and White. Uh, there's a there's a lot of them. I listen to a lot of different. Only thing I don't listen to is country. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, Max. Okay, y'all don't do that, but I listen to a little country. I'm not. I can't. I can't. It's always about. It's all. It always. It always seems so sad and about a dog that has passed. Yeah. My dog died. My truck died. I don't know what to do with my life. And my and my and my woman left me. And my woman left me. What what did Darius say? Darius said that sounds like the blues right there. It was one song by Joe Exotic that I listened to and. I mean, I don't know. I think oh, that was my transition. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Yeah. Hold on, who, who is that? Yo, Joe free my nigga Joe. I gotta say that. Free Joe? my nigga Joe. That's the Tiger uh, King. Tiger King. Tiger yeah. King. <laughs> he got music? Yes. Yo, did you not see the, uh, the documentary? Yo, <laughs> listen. Do yourself a favor and watch it. It is probably the best thing I have probably ever seen. Like when I say this documentary has everything, it has okay, everything. It has I never, romance. I never it has love triangles. I, I it has crime. Like it's 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 wild. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm gonna have to. But I'm actually Jill. Do you know who Maria the scientist is? That name sounds familiar, but I'm terrible with names. I would have to see her face. You should definitely check her. She has a song called Beetlejuice that I really like. Ooh, I love Beetlejuice. That's actually one of my favorite movies. I know Beetlejuice. <laughs> she got a song called Beetlejuice, or an artist called her name is I think her name is another artist is Umi. U M I. Oh, Umi. Uh, yes, uh, I like her uh, Skidakara song. Yay! A lot of people don't know who. A lot of people don't like know when I say that name. They're like, who is that? Her voice is gorgeous, but yes, uh, I love all of her music. But Skidakara is probably definitely my favorite song by her. Yeah, okay, because a lot of people, I feel like, does anybody know who that is? I like listening to artists sometimes that a lot of people don't really know. That makes it more fun. That was how I felt about Masego until everybody heard Tadao. And then they played that song out for me. But I like the rest of his music too. Yeah, what was that John? What's that dude name who made somebody that I used to know? Oh my oh, god. I know how I his name is Gote. Gote, yo. I ain't gonna lie. Gote. That that shit still smack to this day. Like, me and my I wife. Little bag I like Pentatonic's <laughs> uh, version of that song better. Wait, whose version? Pentatonics, the acapella group. Oh, oh, I thought you said Silk Sonic. I was gonna say, what? They made a what? No, I like yeah, Silk Sonic. No, Pentatonics. They were on. Uh, I think it was the Sing Off. Was the acapella like group show that used to come on? But they got pretty popular, and they actually made that song really popular too when it first came out because they did their like acapella version of it. But they have some. They have some bangers too, and it's all acapella. I like that when when people can just sing and it sounds great. I really fuck with that. 
Yeah. I, well, I am a little sad now. Their beatboxer and bass singer left, so they have like new people. But the original group was great. Well, I actually got a question for y'all. Y'all really didn't tell us about your book, and would one of y'all like to explain? Yeah. Um. Oh, you talking about just them two, or you talking about both of the books? Like the book. Oh, it's it's two one? stories. Well, Tico, you gonna take the floor, bro? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah, man. yeah you're right you're right you're right so paragon is a story about essentially an alien living on earth and he goes to school his freshman year and there's a superhero registration program um the first chapter of the series i'll give you a little batman information for the first chapter he goes to the school he sees a metahuman well, students missing board in front of the student center, and you know this is a bunch of missing metahuman students. So the first plot of the series will deal with a lot of human trafficking because they're trafficking metahumans. Um, his story and character journey is balancing his secret of being an alien living on Earth, and then society progressively getting worse because of all the metahumans. Um, there's going to be like different kind of plots I have planned out for basically metahuman liberation rights type things um government mandates on like where you can't use your powers in public stuff like that i'm going to have a lot of social commentary um that has to deal with a lot of like you know going through the experience of being on a black campus um a lot of the problems i'll have happen in the series have to relate with the fact that like a lot of people really ain't fucking with heroes like that because a lot of property damage and just putting people in danger and it's not really safe and all that kind of stuff um I have about 15 students in the program. Um, so you'll see each one of those students' personal lives, backstories, new relationships, and character growth and development. Um, as standing, there are more women students than male students because the ratio of women to men at HBCUs is usually like three to one. So there's more women there than men there. Um, I have a co-writer and an additional artist that will be helping with the whole process pretty much. So I will essentially have kind of not a lot going on but a good amount i've pretty much figured out how much i'm doing up to at least the homecoming arc i do have a bunch of other future stuff planned because again the main focus is him hiding the fact that he's an alien on earth and once that gets revealed it's going to be a whole extra layer of craziness pretty much um the series i've been kind of like working on it for some years now i've always wanted to have my own marvel <laughs> i've always wanted to be the black stanley so I'm hoping that with the success of my first book, I kind of am able to bridge that gap um, and, you know, handle that really because eventually I want to animate it because I've always wanted to have my own animation studio as well. So I, there's really not much I can say about Paragon because it's not really dropping until next year. But if you like stories that have to do with school drama, um, if you like stories that have to do with superheroes, action, and fantasy, then it's definitely a story for you. Um, it's a story for everyone, really, because it's going to touch on so many different things. Um, I really don't have a lot to talk about about it, so I do apologize. But yeah, um, Paragon is essentially a story of a student going to the program. Um, there are heroes that operate as like kind of uh, teachers and administrators. Um, there's going to be a rival HBCU that you meet about. 40 chapters in during the homecoming arc, and you're gonna see like basically like you remember, I don't know if y'all watch my hero. Well, everyone's at least seen or heard of it. But um the sports festival arc is gonna be kind of like that where they like compete and stuff like that. Um, I'm gonna make like it so that 
one of the uh, things plot-wise is like metahumans can't play sports. So two of the characters are going to lose their athletic scholarships because you can't be a metahuman and also play sports and also be in the program. So there's going to be a lot of multi-layered things going on in the story. Um, I haven't exactly figured out an end to it, but I do expect it to last for at least those four years of college. And I'm going to continue adding new characters to the school program as the years go by. Um, the dream long term is to have a team of writers writing out several issues so that I have different stories being told for different characters all the way through. But for now, I'm just focusing on the 15 students in the class and a little bit of the backstory as to how his mom ended up on Earth and how the government and like a few secret evil villain teams have already been kind of aware of them. So, you know, just stay tuned, check it out. Um, I have a few pieces of information on the website. Um, I'm still working on making the website look like a university page. So if you happen to go up there now and it looks kind of basic, that's because I'm still tweaking a few things, but it's gonna look really dope in a couple of months once I add the artwork. And um, Jackie, unfortunately, could not be here today. She's my artist, but you know, one day y'all will see her work. Um, I might drop a photo of the finished product. I will drop a photo of the finished project onto y'all's page DM. Like I, I follow y'all, so I'll let y'all see that. Y'all be the first one to see it actually. Um, but yeah, that's essentially Paragon. I'm sorry that I word vomited for a bit, but I really don't have much I can say yet. But you know, I don't have nothing to say now, but I plan on being back chopping it up with y'all. So when I got more to say, I will definitely fill y'all in, promise you. Uh, I have another question, and that it does. That story sounds really dope too. And do you guys want to tell us about the other story, the other series? I mean, uh, I already know, and that one it really, it really did catch my attention. <laughs> I mean, Lena and Bree don't know about it, but I do. Okay, yeah, I feel them. And first of all, I love Tico's story. When he first told me that idea, like HBCU students with like their metahumans, I'm like, yo, sign me up for that. Uh, I can't say too much right now. Uh, I'm actually going to throw my hat in the writing game uh, for that. It won't be anytime soon, but me and Tico have been in talks. Uh, you're actually going to see some writing from me as a part of his story uh, as well. Because once he told me, I'm like, yo, you got to put me on that in some kind of way because that's just too dope not to be a part of. Uh, another thing, Tico, uh, thank you so much for considering the property damage, bro. Like, I, I really love the fact because a lot of them superhero stuff is like half the city just be destroyed and they be like, oh, good job, team. We saved the day. And it's like, bro, y'all murdered like thousands of people. Fire. <laughs> like, like, bro, people, people like car and car insurance probably doesn't cover superhero damage. I was just about to say that. Like, you literally just <laughs> get my car and I still have to go to work tomorrow. That that might right. Batman. <laughs> like, Batman, hey, you can, gonna... like, like, wow. You just... <laughs> or super, like, super, um, Superman, like, he yeah. tore up the whole Metropolis. And... and then Lex Luthor fixed it within, like, a week. <laughs> Yo, yeah, but man. Superman be like, 
He be picking up niggas' cars and just yeeting them hoes like, bro. <laughs> bro, I gotta go to like, like, just I gotta go to work in the morning, bro. Like, my kids gotta go to school. You took my only mode of transportation and just threw it at a nigga, and it didn't even do nothing to him, bro. <laughs> like, and that's exactly what I'm in, gonna put in the panel. <laughs> right? But in that. his defense, you probably actually wouldn't have to go to work tomorrow after the way that they fucked up the city. You might not. Yeah, this is America. They going after work. All right. Ain't right. <laughs> like, America, going to work. You better, you better have some damn PTO, goddamn. <laughs> you going to work? Right, you going to work? Man, Don't show up. They're like, oh, that ain't my problem. Maybe you shouldn't live where Superman at. Like, bro, he can fly. Like, what can I do about that? Right, and I'd and be so mad. It's gonna be lit, and it's gonna be just so much property damage in every city because, like. It's heroes and people just running around, and the police are going to be useless like they always are. So it's not going to be enough cops to deal with niggas blowing stuff up. <laughs> and you know the, insu- the the insurance rates have got to be out of the out of this world for all the damage that they know that's going to happen. I would have insurance. I would just go and I'm happy. Just steal a new car. I'm a villain now. I turn into another villain. Steal somebody's car. Yeah, that's a dope. <laughs> that's a dope ass villain art. Like, yo, I just got this bum ass Range Rover, and this motherfucker just chucked this bitch, and it missed him and flew half the state away. I would turn into a villain off some shit like that. I would, and that would be my sole purpose. That would be your villain origin story. Hit my joint up and threw it at him. Now I got to steal some other car. Right? They like, damn, the motherfucker missed. <laughs> you ain't even hit him with my car. You missed him completely. <laughs> or be like Superman is uh, cut the shit in half. Right. Like, what, am I, what am I supposed to do with this now? <laughs> and, and my thing is, why are you even throwing cars at people, bro? Don't you have like like laser vision and superhuman strength? Why did you need to throw an object at this dude? Like, wh- what was the purpose? Sometimes you gotta throw a car at a nigga, bro. That's all it is. Sometimes, you just, sometimes that four tours gotta fly. That's all. It is, Not the four tours. Well, go to a dealership and eat those cars. Don't eat right. mine. Right. All them cars just sitting there, and you go to a, a poor area and start throwing them niggas' cars. <laughs> but why should I throw the dealership cars when your car is right there, parked in front of your house? Think about that. You go to the hood and start throwing their cars. Right? Y'all can fly. And that's exactly why niggas don't like superheroes in my city because they go to the hood and they just knocking stuff over. Bro, that's some real shit because if I had superheroes and niggas was just destroying my shit, I would be so pissed. I would be against superheroes too because like, bro, I don't have powers. I got to get up and clock in in the morning to support my family. Okay, like you ain't got you can just fly and do whatever the fuck you want to do. I have real life problems, nigga. And you just throwing my car that I work hard for. Right. You imagine the car. Imagine, 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 imagine trying to use that excuse. Hey, I can't come into work. A superhero just threw my car. You're getting written up. You're getting terminated. <laughs> You can walk. Right, they gonna give you a damn verbal counseling because of that shit. (laughs) You better call the Hulk to pick you up and carry you there. (laughs) What you mean you're not showing up? Wait, wait. Do you have a friend who can come pick you up? You have anyone that can drop you off? Yeah, no. (laughs) 
like, nigga. Are you, are you going to come get me? Are you going to drive to my house and come get me? If not, then I'm not coming to work. I can't. The flash melted my tires when we ran by. <laughs> 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 like bro, he, he didn't even stop. He just ran clean through my shit. Like, like I can't. I got two cars now, Smashed my car. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna be one of the dopest aspects of your story. Just regular niggas trying to make it in life, having to deal with not having nothing because superheroes keep destroying shit. Right. Like imagine coming home from a long day of work and your fucking house is destroyed. <laughs> Yo, how would you break the mortgage? Homeowner insurance don't cover that shit. You know, you know what? I would get back in my car and just drive away. There would be no point at that point. You can't drive because the mother gonna take your car and throw that bitch. (laughs) Your car is going with you wherever you think you hit it. That car is right behind you in the air. (laughs) They just effectively ruined your whole life. In like ten minutes, I need to fly with my car. I, <laughs> right, just leave me in there when you do it. I'll be all right. Like, bro, can you at least fly me to damn work with your inconsiderate ass? Like, damn. <laughs> Zay, you were supposed to be explaining legacy of core, my guy. I was, I was, but yo, I had a lot to say about that last one there because that that touched a special spot. Ah, my bad. That touched a special spot in my soul right there to hear about that property damage. Like, yo. <laughs> Because me now, I'm going to get to design some characters too. Because me now at 30, I feel that shit, bro. Like, yes, don't don't touch my car. If if you can't beat him without using my car, maybe it went for you today, bro. Like, you know, try again tomorrow, but don't don't touch my shit. I work hard for what I got. (laughs) 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 I don't know if that's me getting old. I don't know what it is, but bro, property damage. Like, bro, because I'm thinking, like, damn, would my insurance cover this? And, and no. no, they wouldn't. They, they definitely wouldn't. would not cover that. <laughs> not at all. No, they really wouldn't. They'll be like, yeah, nice try, buddy. <laughs> nice try, buddy. <laughs> like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and if they do cover it, you probably got to pay an arm and a leg for, for superhero coverage. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, the insurance company are the real villains of the story. <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine your uh, landlord increase your rent by five hundred dollars just because superheroes fight over here too much. Bro. Why Yo, he got two. <laughs> go up on your renters insurance because Batman wants to throw batterings through windows. <laughs> Again, why is that my fault? Like it's not that. That's just how America works. And so any story that'll take place in America, oh, I guarantee you. Like, oh, no, this isn't covered. Oh, no, you got to pay extra for this because at the end of the day, they going to get their money. So I'm just stuck here broke all the damn time. Like, bro, sign me up to be a villain. Goddamn. I don't even want to, you know. Hey, look, that's why the crime rate going to be so high. There are more villains than heroes because people are just either going to knock niggas out with powers or just not pay on anything. Because, like, how you going to make me pay for something somebody else did and now my shit destroyed? Like, <laughs> Right, like I ain't even, bro. I was in the house, and he just came and stole me. He, he stole my car basically, and just threw that motherfucker at the sun for some reason. Not the sun. <laughs> I would be so upset though. Superman picked my car up, try to throw it at whatever villain, and he missed and throw it at the sun. 
Like, come what if on. he filled you with solar power now? Would you feel better? <laughs> no. I, being in the sun, I, I can care less. No. Does that even count as your car being stolen? Because you can't get it back. Yes, because he stole it. Like, it wasn't his. Superman stole my car, and I don't know. That is that, that. Did you did you give him permission? No, I did not get him. Did you give him permission to take your car and throw it? No, that's theft. Like, like arrest Superman, put his ass in jail. Right? <laughs> Fucking Grand Theft Auto. That's literally what it's called. Lock his ass up. It would be worse if he was still making payments on the car. I swear, oh, yo, man. I bro. Imagine I would fucking yesterday and had 15 miles on it, bro. <laughs> bro, I would help Lex Luthor beat Superman ass, bro. If he took my car and I wasn't done paying on it yet. Bro, gonna walk around with a kryptonite ring. I, I swear I would. I would go everywhere. I, would I go planet the planet, put on a space suit to go find that kryptonite. Like, bro, that, like, nah, bro. I, I would call that nigga that day, like, hey, yo, Lex. Let's get this nigga. <laughs> bro, bro, Shorty says she's for She's gonna go on the scavenger hunt. <laughs> right. Lex, I'm I'm with you, but you gotta come pick me up because I don't have a vehicle now. Right. <laughs> you just can't even make it to the office. <laughs> you gotta send somebody. Send somebody to come and get me. Bro, send the Uber. Right. Send the Uber. This nigga that stole my car. Yo, that's wild. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, bro. Kudos to you for highlighting that because honestly, that's gonna be probably my favorite part. Just seeing how random regular niggas deal with just having their life destroyed for no damn reason at all. And then if you get your ass beat by the villain that you threw my car at, like you really a hold of me at that point because I'm not only did you destroy dying. my car, right? I'm gonna beat your ass when you knocked out. <laughs> Just kicking that nigga like, how dare you? You got power. <laughs> you did all that shit. He ain't even have to. And the killing part, the villain don't even be throwing cars at niggas. Like he ain't even throw no car at you. You threw a car at him, and he still beat your ass. Like what? What is your problem, bro? I feel like if you're doing less damage than the villain, you might just be the villain. <laughs> bro, like I, you might be the villain, dog. If if that shit happened to me, me and Lex Luthor, we working some shit out. Like, bro, we got to get this nigga. I don't care. Like, I got a wife. I got a dog. I got responsibilities. And he just said, fuck all that. And then lost. Like, <laughs> I would be more mad at the loss, though. If you throw my stuff and you win, I, I'm mad. If you throw my stuff and you lose, well, that's it for you, bro. <laughs> like, bro, Darcy. You, you out of here. He threw that bitch and Darcy still beat his ass. Like, it don't. it didn't even matter, bro. Like, and then he just dodged the car and proceeded to just lay hands to this nigga. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I know we, I was supposed to tell y'all about Legacy of Four, but yo, I went on tangent with that. Like I said, that touched a special place in my soul right there. <laughs> I know I'm getting old because I never cared about property damage and shit until I turned no, like 30. Because, look, <laughs> when, like, I, I can like, totally understand that like, when you get a scratch on your car or something, like, it can be anything. Like, when you get a scratch, you just stand there, you just look at it for a while. You just be looking at it, like, oh, right, just, just like, defeat wow, it. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fix this. I just got, I gotta put this in the shop. Like, right. how much is this going? How much is this little, this little scratch is gonna cost? And then it come out to be 
like a hundred or something dollars just just to get it painted, all of that. And I'm like, you know what? I got a payment next month, and I I I think I can, I think I can hold a lot. I th- like a hundred over oh, like two hundred dollars like to put it in the shop. I'm like, oh my gosh! And then he just come and throw that bitch at the sun, like yeah. bro. And thinking about that, like. That's that's the vehicle. Never gonna let that go. Like nigga, I can't fly, bro. I rely on regular transportation. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a bomb. That would be my that would be my villain origin story right there. I didn't lose nobody close to me. Like everything is fine. Like bro, you just destroyed my property, and I just wasn't having it. Like I just could not live with that, bro. Like I gotta come see you. And don't let it have a full tank of gas, because the way gas prices are. Oh my man, listen. <laughs> you don't have to run me that check for that gas, my guy. <laughs> right, like nigga, I just put a smooth seventy five dollars in this car, and you just gonna take a full tank of gas and just throw that bitch, like bro, you know how high gas is, and you just throwing gas everywhere. <laughs> Because you never hear about the heroes like reimbursing these people. They just kind of left to pick up the pieces, like half they building or and shit be gone, and they just like, oh well, the day is saved thanks to Superman. Like, bro, what? No, you ruined like fifteen lives that day. <laughs> like, bro, okay, Lex Luthor want to take over the city, but is is what you did any better though? I'm like, yo, at least with Lex Luthor, the insurance rates might drop, gas prices might drop. He might actually be good for the city. You just destroying shit for no reason and then getting your ass kicked. Wild Lex Luthor propaganda going on, but you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he may have a robot secretary that blows stuff up sometimes, but these heroes are out of control. <laughs> yeah, price okay, well, I, might drop. I, I know niggas in, in uh, fucking Marvel. I know they hate the Avengers. Like, they probably can't stand them niggas. You saw what happened. <laughs> they, I, I know they... <laughs> I know they can't Somehow, stand them. I would still rather live there than live in Gotham, though. Because, like, imagine you just going to go go get some coffee, and then you just smell something funny, and it's fear gas, and now you now you tripping. <laughs> okay, yeah, that. But see, I feel like Batman be taking shit too far sometimes. Like Batman, he beat he the fuck out of you no matter me. no matter no matter what you did, bro. Everybody get the same kind of ass whooping, bro. <laughs> and I'm a motherfucker just like that. And see, I like to smoke weed, so. I you can't be worried about it. I'll be too paranoid, bro. This motherfucker might drop kick me through my front window or some shit. Imagine getting stomped out because you wanted to buy a quarter because you were stressed out to work that day. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, I, I can imagine now, like, I'm going to the store and I'm trying to go buy, like, a guard or something like that. And I can just, like, I'm paranoid for no reason, too, but I'm just going to buy a guard. Me knowing what I'm not going to do. And I just, I like look at the moon. This is for moon. I'm thinking like that's the Batman signal. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna put this back. <laughs> Never mind. You want to get dream, and now you want a coma. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna see a fucking glowing batarang hit the side of your car, and that bitch is gonna explode. <laughs> wow, I didn't want the weed anyway, bro. Damn. <laughs> like, damn, bro. Like, I'm sorry, your parents got killed. They ain't have shit to do with me, bro. Like. Damn, who the fuck walks down a dark-ass alley when you got that much money anyway? Ooh, I do want to tell y'all. I'm going to have a character that y'all really going to like. It's going to be very ignorant, though. So just hear me out when I say it, okay? So you know how on the internet, 
white folk be like, where's our white panther? We don't have a white panther. Why? You know, stuff like that. I'll make a character named White Panther. He's going to look kind of like Black Panther. And I'm going to make him beat up cops and beat up racists. He's going to be very, it's going to be a white man in the uniform. <laughs> he's going to be beat up cops and racists. And I'm going to have him be, he's going to be extra as hell. And I'm going to give the white folk their white panther. Hold on, Tico. What was the slogan we came up? Oh, for white people, you're either a bystander or a villain. <laughs> oh. That's that's our slogan for for the white people in our stories. You're either a bystander or you're a villain. <laughs> Shout out to all the cool-ass white people who can laugh and joke with this shit. You know, some of them motherfuckers be getting right. sensitive. And I got to put that disclaimer because some of them are... <laughs> If you get insensitive, then you need to introspect about yourself. Think about where you're messing up in life if you're sensitive. Because so bystanding ass. <laughs> if you was proactive like the white panther, you wouldn't be in this college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anyway, okay, okay so we still we... never explained legacy of four. Oh, I yeah. did. We ain't got to yet. Yo, listen, <laughs> we that sidebar. That sidebar, some crucial boy. Because listen, we needed to sit down and get that shit out. <laughs> yeah, I hope y'all really enjoy it when it drops. It drops next year. Well, we're looking forward to it. But where can we find you guys on social media? You guys want to let everyone know where they can find you on your personal social media and then your business social media. Well, I'm Chill Homie Quan on all platforms, and you can find Dope Soul Studios on every platform as well. Okay, uh, on all my socials, I'm I'm Zay Morrow on everything uh but my personal page is probably not that exciting because i'm you know i'm a little older so i be on social but i don't be on social you know but uh you know if you want to follow me that's cool you know please do but most definitely follow dope soul studio on everything that souls with the z at the end because you know we had to add a little flavor to that so uh yeah definitely follow us man uh we would love that we looking forward to y'all and uh, Jill, uh, you, you can plug them on your stuff. Well, you can find me on all socials at underscore Jillian Chanel, and that's C-H-A-N-E-L, like the perfume, uh, underscore. Or if you type in artistic black unicorn into anything, more than likely I'll pop up because I'm the only person with that name. <laughs> <laughs> But we want to thank you guys again for coming. Also, thank you guys for listening to Otaku Queens. You guys can catch us on August 7th going live with Navy Montel. I think it's 7 p.m. Is it 7 p.m., Lena, if she hears me? Yes, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I have to remember that because I'm still on California. I'm on California time. But um, you guys can catch us on live with Navy Montel on Instagram. And we just all, all want to thank you guys for listening and thanking Dope Soul Studios for coming by. We hope to have you guys again and we enjoyed your company. And so oh, once definitely. again, thank you all. Yeah, so, thank you. Thank y'all. Maybe, maybe I can explain my story next time. I wanted to tell y'all the story, but man, listen, like I said, that sidebar, that really got to me. That touched that touched the spot for me. <laughs> okay, so we'll have to have y'all on again. Oh yeah, yeah for sure, man. Uh anytime. Uh, you know, just let us know, man. Like uh and like I tell everybody that we've gotten really cool with and work with, man. Uh first of all, thank all of y'all so much uh for having us on. We really appreciate that. Uh, you know, man, keep doing what y'all are doing. This is really dope. 
I had a good ass fucking time. I sure I speak for Jill and Tico when I say they did as well. Um, much love and support to y'all, man. We always going to be supporting y'all and shouting y'all out. And uh, yeah, man, uh, we'll definitely love to come on anytime. And if y'all ever need anything from us, like I told Zarya, uh, just hit our line, man. Our doors are always open for y'all. Well, we most definitely will. So <laughs> we're going to wrap it up, you guys. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. Make sure you guys check Dope Soul Studio out on Instagram. You can also find them on Twitter. Um, you can find Otago Queens on Twitter as well. You can find us on Instagram. And you can check out our Facebook page, which we're still getting together, which is Blurdy Senpai. So thank you guys. And you guys all have a good night.